everybody. Welcome in on this Friday, Black Friday of the Bees and Blue Review, Michigan Basketball Post Game Live. A bummer in the Bahamas. Big time bummer in the Bahamas for the Wolverines as they face off against Texas Tech and they get boat raced and lose the game by 16, 73 to 57. If you missed this one, you didn't miss a whole lot here. This is uh, one where Michigan did not play well at the start, and they continued that through the rest of the game. And so they will take a week off now, and they'll be back in action on Saturday, and whatever they can do to clear their heads, try to get on the right side, look at things, Uh, to the start of their season, these first seven games, and take stock in where they are at. Game number seven on the season, Michigan playing in its third game in as many days at a 19-hour turnaround. No excuse for any of that. I mean, those are just the facts. But, you know, last night Michigan was down 14 in the first half to Stanford, and then they ended up coming back and winning that game. So, you know, this is not a trend you want to continue. So Michigan's, you know, they're down 16 tonight in the first half to uh, Texas Tech. And then it was uh, a 14-point lead for the Red Raiders at the break. But actually it was uh, worse than that, I guess, is however you want to look at it. Because Juwan Howard, who starting at the game against St. John's at the Madison Square Garden, where Michigan played so well, Howard joined the team in New York but stayed in the locker room. But down in the Bahamas, you you know, you know see, you saw Juwan Howard on the bench, and then he gets ejected at the half. There was a, a dunk attempt where the, the center for Texas Tech tried to dunk it. He got the ball back, and then he was standing there kind of shuffling his feet, and then there was an inadvertent whistle, and then, you know, they – ended up looking at it, but awarding the ball to Texas Tech. And so that, however that worked out, they they could have gone, they didn't have a lot of clarity on the broadcast. The, the broadcasters really know what was going on there. Uh, in, in their defense, it was kind of a weird situation. Nobody really knew what was going on, but Texas Tech gets the ball back. And then right at the end of the half, they they score with the, the buzzer clearly went off, but they, you know, they count the basket, but they're going to review it. And it, it was, it was pretty clear that they were going to wave that one off. But, you know, Juwan Howard, as the team went off, whatever he said. Now, I don't know exactly, you know, Juwan Howard's the head coach, but he was uh, an assistant coach on the bench, or was he just observing? What were the doctor's orders? You know, you watch him through these three games. Most of the time, Phil Martelli, 99% of the time, you know, Phil Martelli is standing up. And then once in a while, you saw Juwan Howard pump, uh, you know, popping up a little bit more then you would see the average assistant popping up. But whatever, uh, you know, he gets a double tech and then he's thrown out. So to start, the, the teams already go to the locker room. Michigan is down 14. But then you start the second half off with four technicals, four, um, sorry, free throws. And, you know, the Red Raiders hit three out of four. So before they even start, the the second half clock, Michigan's down 17. So I, however you wanted to look at it, whether they're down 14, whether they're down 17 at the half, I don't know. I mean, that could be for people that are really interested in, in stuff like that. But in the second half, U of M, you know, midway, 10 minutes in, they're down 21. They get down by 23, and then it's pretty much just uh, hovering around there. They lose by 16, 73 to 
57. And, and yeah, you know, Andre's pointing out getting down 15, you can't spot them that many, you know, through seven games, you, you watch a team and you, you see certain things, you know, how a team has played and, you know, Michigan played an A plus game against UNC Asheville in, in game number one, you know, they, they followed it up in game number two against Youngstown state. And they all looked, you know, really fabulous. And, you know, myself, who I didn't think this was going to be a, an NCAA tournament team and people are like, wow, this team, look at them sharing the ball. They look fabulous. Look at the transfers, look at the experience that they have, look at the versatility. And, you know, I recognize that as well. And, you know, I gave them another A and then the, you know, the third game out there against St. John's, they uh, they got another A plus. Everyone looked good through the first three games of this Michigan season. You know they looked like an NCAA tournament team. They're all playing well together, almost to a man. From the starters, they all looked good. And then uh, Trey Jackson coming off the bench, Will Cheddar, the the two coming off the bench, the seven man rotation that they have through the first three games. You know it was uh, you know Michigan was um, a surprise team. Certainly, if you had been watching them, but then you know they play the uh, the game last Friday against Long Beach State that wasn't televised. Uh, you know they get up and they have an early lead in that game. I think it was what uh, you know something like you know fourteen three. They got up and then Long Beach State goes on a tear. They're not able to guard uh, in that game. Michigan really good on offense uh, so far this year. Not so hot on defense. When you take a look at uh, the numbers, the scoring and defensive efficiency of this team. Uh, but then they, um, they don't look good in the Bahamas. Uh, they did not play well against uh, Memphis uh, in the first half against Stanford. They didn't play well, but to their credit, they came back and won that game. And then tonight I think was their worst game of the year. You want to make a case that it was uh, last Friday against Long Beach state. We could argue that one out. I didn't watch that game. I did watch this one in its entirety. And there were no bright spots for Michigan in this game. They got boat raced. They uh, they didn't play well uh, offensively. They didn't play well defensively. Saudi Washington said at the half on the radio that the effort and energy level was unacceptable. And that's where we sit. So they need to... Uh, you know, do whatever they can to um, try to capture what they had in the first three games. If you had a, a question like, hey, do you think it's time to shake up the lineup? You know, yeah, I do think it's, it's uh, why not time to shake up the lineup? And you say, well, what do you do? Well they, well, they only play really seven guys right now. So you're looking to Trey Jackson and you're looking to Will Cheddar. So you would put one or both of those guys in the starting lineup if you wanted to uh, shake things up. And so I think you would go for uh, uh, Terrace Reed with one of those, go to a, a smaller lineup, and uh, maybe TW2, Terrace Williams II, who was um, was so uh, played so poorly against Memphis, but then he actually played really well uh, yesterday against um against Stanford maybe you send TW2 a captain to the bench but you know those it's it's a little bit like in baseball and you talk about this and fans do in the media though uh an awful lot more 
than the manager. You're like, hey, how about shaking up the lineup? You know, yeah. Yeah, once in a while you can do that, but you can only go to that a couple times during the year. It's not like every game you can sit there. And Michigan's played the same starting lineup uh, through their first seven games. And when you drop a few like this in, you know, that's it's obviously a very fair question uh, for the coaching staff uh, to shake it up. But, you know, the one thing that I have seen through these seven games from Michigan, you know, those first three games where they, where they played so well together, man, they were cutting and uh, they were hitting their shots. And uh, it was really, uh, it was really fun to watch is that, Almost all of the players that were out on the floor in those first three games played well. Like you wouldn't point to him and say, oh, he had a rough night. No, all of them, everybody, you know, last night, all five starters were in double figures. And then they played, they played that way in the second half, not in the first half, but they played that way in the second half. So the first three games, almost everyone played well against Memphis. Almost everyone did not play well. And then tonight, no one played well. So they're getting everyone playing well or everyone playing poorly. I, you know, so that's what I have seen through the first seven games. So that's it. And Andre saying they've got time to develop. Well, uh, we'll look at that upcoming schedule. Uh, I did hear Olivier Kamwa, who I like his game very much, although dribbling the ball and passing the ball, all the other things that you would go to, like shooting and rebounding and, and post-play and uh, mid-range game. I like all leadership. I like all of that from Kamwa. Passing and dribbling, not so much from Olivier. But last night when he was talking about the game against Memphis and, you know, he said, what would you say about, you know, where your guys are at? And he said, discipline. We need to be more disciplined. So, Maybe that's what the coaches were saying. Maybe that's the the buzzword for this team. Maybe that's what they'll be able to work on when we're talking about uh, down the line. And uh, let's talk about down the line from this team as we check the upcoming schedule. And that is brought to you by the Maize and Blue Review. Check out the Good Afternoon Michigan Football and Basketball Show, which comes your way three times a week at 2 o'clock right here on this feed that you are watching. Uh, and in addition to this feed that you're watching, uh, we're on after every Michigan basketball and football game. And, of course, the football game tomorrow, you might be aware of, will be on after Michigan-Ohio State tomorrow. So Andre says they've got time to develop. Michigan is heading out to Oregon. Heading out to Oregon uh, this next Saturday. And that's not going to be an easy game for the uh, Wolverines. And then it's a Big Ten play as Michigan will welcome in IU, the Hoosiers will get it going. Uh, that will be, uh, what, not this Tuesday, but the uh, the following Tuesday, and then uh, another Big Ten game where they will take on Iowa. So while you say they've got time to develop, uh, I would say, you know, not really. I mean, they've, they have, uh, they've got to be, if they want to be a, a, a tournament team, you look at these three games here, they can't lose all three of these games. I mean, can they lose two out of three? You know, they, you know, that kind of thing. But look, you know, hey, I, you might think that's getting ahead of yourself a little bit if you start saying, oh, these are must-win games or whatever. Tonight was a, 
you know, a must-win game. Um, it was a, a bad performance uh, in the Bahamas. Uh, if they play like they uh, played with one another through the first three games, you know, this team will be fun to watch and they'll be able to do something. If they play like they played in the Bahamas, this team will not be in any kind of postseason scenario. So, you know, that's the facts, uh, not, not the facts. Uh, that's how I see it. Anyways, um, based on their performance thus far this season. Uh, I said nobody really played well. Let's take a look at the numbers and see if that backs me up at all. Terrace Reed, uh, four points. TW2, one of five from downtown, ended up in double figures with 10 points. Kamwa, 7 of 10 from the field, 16. Not a bad stat line for Olivier. Doug McDaniel, 12 points, 5 of 12 shooting. You got to have more from Doug McDaniel. We all know that. And then Namari Burnett, who, you know, is is an interesting player. He's fun to watch. He, he lets the game come. But, you know, 1 of 10, 0 for 4 from downtown, 2 points. That speaks for itself. Uh, Yo-Yo got in and hit a shot. Will Cheddar. Might be seeing him get some more time, maybe in the starting lineup. Who knows? Uh, like his game, he's a fan favorite. Uh, he had five. Trey Jackson, who's uh, instant offense, two of six, O of two from downtown. He had five. And I cannot tell a lie, GW3 did play, took a shot, and did not score. So that's it for Michigan and the tail of the tape, and they will be off until a week from tomorrow when they will be out taking on Oregon in Oregon. That'll do it. Thanks for watching. Talk with you after the Michigan football game tomorrow. Everybody, uh, what more can you say? Uh, I'll say it. Everyone is really excited. Been waiting, always wait for this game, and here it is. So enjoy yourself, and uh, we'll talk with you after the game on this feed, the football game, tomorrow. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Good night.